This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. My roommate and I were sitting in our dorm room after a long week of classes. I was lucky to be paired up with Jonathan. We had similar tastes in music, movies, and games. One of our favorite games was an online MMO involving cyberpunk characters. It was a little obscure, but had a cult following. Each of us must have put in a thousand hours into the game, leveling up and doing quests. Both of us had a real fun time doing it, and we even got several others on our same floor to set up a clan. We were so obsessed with the game that when we were on our phones in bed, we'd be discussing new updates, bugs, and trying to speculate what the developers were cooking up next. There was an online discussion board that most of the fan base was a part of. Jonathan and I had been members in it for about a year and had a decent standing within the community. We were named Cherno88 and Adam53. Eventually, I received a private message from one of the moderators I was familiar with. Vector Hex said, Hey Cherno88, I think you are pretty cool, and your clan is one of the more popular ones. I'm thinking about switching clans. Maybe we could talk in Discord or text. What's your number? It was late, and I really wasn't in the mood to take on another member in the clan. We wanted to keep it exclusive to just our group of friends, so I ignored the message and went to bed. Next morning I awoke before my alarm and got up to check my school email. My roommate heard me rustling about and woke up too. Your typing is really loud, dude, he groaned. Sorry, just trying to get this email out to the study group. Did you stay up all night or something? He rolled up and out from under the covers, placing his bare feet on the floor. I was up late. A moderator and I from the forums got to talking a little last night, and I lost track of time. I stopped typing and turned around. Who? Vector Hex? They messaged me as well. Switching clans, right? You didn't invite him, did you? He shrugged and rocked back to get some momentum before rising to his feet. Switching clans? No. Actually, he just wanted to know more about me. Maybe nominate me for moderator or something. I gotta take a piss. Slowly, he trotted off towards the bathroom to do his morning business. I didn't think much of his statement, but I was overall happy for him. We are both fans of the forums, and it'd be nice for the clan to have eyes and ears on the site. I went to my chemistry class without much thought of it, or any other time during the day. I didn't come back to the room till 2 p.m. I saw my roommate at his computer, which was odd because I knew his schedule. He should have been in calculus today. Did you go to class today or have you been online since I left? He hazily looked up from his screen. Online. Didn't feel like going to class. Are you sick or something? He panned his head from side to side. No, just not feeling it today. This went on for a few more days. I'd leave for class and there he'd be at the computer looking more and more tired. I could hear it in his voice the unwashed hair. He even smelled a little funny. 
like his energy was completely drained from him. By Thursday, I finally put my foot down. After an hour of pleading, I finally got him to come out of his room and go to the student health clinic to at least get looked at. I sat in the waiting room to see how he was doing. I was genuinely worried for him. He was not acting right. Typically, he was the one pushing me into a classroom on Mondays or out of the room to attend the latest party. The nurse finally came out to talk to me. So, what's wrong with him? I asked her. She didn't answer my question. Instead, she starts asking her own questions. Does your roommate use any drugs or consume an excessive amount of alcohol? No. Does he spend a lot of time sleeping or has trouble sleeping? No. Well, maybe. I guess. Does he talk about suicide at all, even indirectly? No. Just please tell me what is going on with him. The nurse grabs me by the arm to lead me further into the hallway and away from the waiting room where she starts to explain. He's depressed. There's nothing physically wrong with him, but he should start seeing the therapist. I've already contacted his parents, but they are out of state. Can you make sure he attends his first session after the weekend? I am hit with a heavy weight in my gut. I just simply nod and respond. Yes, yes, of course. With that, I pulled my friend out of the clinic and we headed back to the dorm room. On Sunday, I found him dead. He hung himself from the ceiling fan. After that, everything just stopped. I was moved to a different dorm and that was it. I have regular visits with a therapist now. I still can't understand how he turned so quickly. One day he is fine, then a week later completely gone. After some time went by, I finally started to get back on track with my hobbies. Looking through my forum messages, I see a few well wishes from some of my private friends. There was another name I didn't recognize. Again, another person wanting into our clan. I hit ignore and went to bed. It was another sleepless night of tossing and turning. I was alone in the new dorm room with only my thoughts in the dark. Since I can't sleep, I turn to my phone. A little bit of browsing to dull my mind. I see more messages from the forum. Opening my inbox, I nearly sit straight up in bed. It was from Jonathan. His handle, Adam53, was right there. Sent only an hour ago. Adam53 said, Sup, Cherno88. You've been in the game a long while. I got some resources to trade. Send me your number and hit me up. I turned on the light, thinking that it must be my eyes playing tricks. Perhaps it's a new user with the same name? I click on the profile, and I still can't believe it. I see all of my friends' posts from the past two years. All of them. Okay, now I'm mad. Somebody hacked into the site and got his account. I messaged the imposter back. I typed, Adam53, I don't know who you are, but you are using my friend's account and I don't appreciate it. Almost immediately, I got a message back. Adam53 said, Cherno, what up? I've been wanting to farm for some items instead of buying them. Lately, I've been bleeding money. I typed back, Dude, you serious? The owner of this account is dead. Get off. I'm reporting you to mods and admins. He responded with, Whoa, whoa, what's all this about? Want to talk about it? What's your number? Now I was getting furious. Adam53, you can't do this. You are on my dead friend's account. Stop hacking it, you scumbag. Hey, those words cut deep, he said. I typed in furiously. Are you doing that intentionally, or are you just being a major troll? Get a life. I closed the tab after that, and immediately went to one of the mods on the site to report the person. Quickly searching through my inbox, I found the one that messaged me last week, Vector Hex. I took a couple of screenshots of my back and forth, and spent the rest of the night writing a long, detailed post of the situation. I told them about Jonathan's depression and sudden suicide. I really opened up to this person. Hopefully it was enough to go off of and get this troll banned. This was the last thing I wanted to be dealing with. Finally, 
I included my number so they could text me updates. I had a busy day of classes and really wanted to know the second it was taken care of. Sunrise finally crept up on me and I put the phone away. I was exhausted, but I had to get up and go to my classes. The whole day I really struggled with trying to concentrate. I could barely register when classes ended and began. Maybe I should have just skipped a day. After a long day of several classes, I finally shuffled back into my cold dorm room. I was about ready to lie down when I remembered that I didn't get a text or update all day. I got up to turn on my laptop and log in. The inbox was empty. Maybe they were still discussing it with others. Or maybe I was just expecting too much from volunteers on a website. I go browsing into the recent posts, trying to see if there's been any traffic on the troll. I can't be the only one being targeted. One thread caught my attention, and it was posted by none other than the troll posing as my dead friend. I clicked on it. Adam53 posted, Hey all, I regret to say that I'm going to be taking some time off from the site. My personal and mental health have not been the best, and overall, I feel pretty drained. I will always have a lot of love for this site and the people I've made friends with online. I hope this community grows and grows. Take care and stay sharp. Later. What the fuck? Okay, so they're leaving. That's good, I guess. Such a strange way to go about it. The jig is up. So why are they still trying to play this game? Is it intentional to drive me crazy? Feels really personal at this point. I scroll down to the replies. Maybe some mod or admin will call him out on this bullshit. One user replied, Don't worry, it gets better. Take it easy. Another said, I've been where you are. Try and take it easy. If you ever want to chat, let me know and let's connect. The last reply read, Take it easy. Hope you find the help you need. A lot of well wishes for a troll, it seems. Nobody has a clue. I scroll down further and even see some of the mods replying with positive comments. Jonathan had a lot of connections on the forums, and they all seemed to be coming out to show support. If only they knew that he hung himself. If only they knew that I found him lifeless on my dorm room floor. Then I get down to the bottom of the thread. Vector Hex said, Hey man, try and keep your head up. It was good to know you while you were here. Please take care of yourself. Are you fucking serious? Is everyone on this site crazy? I actually shouted, loud enough that I'm sure somebody heard me. My heart is racing. I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience here. Even the mod, the mod that I messaged and explained everything, is supporting the troll. Is it possible that they've ignored my message? Is it possible that I'm the one misunderstanding the situation? The thread continues on and on and on. There is no way Jonathan had this many friends. Seems like half of the site is coming out to show support. Even the times I saw people quit the site on good terms, it was never like this. Were they all in on the joke? Were these other people trolls? What the hell is going on? My phone rings. It comes up as unknown. I was just enough out of my mind to answer it. Hello? I answered in an irritated voice. Hi. The person replies back. The voice sounds so familiar. Hi. Sorry, who is this? I ask. It's me, Jonathan. I retract my hand from the phone and let it clatter to the floor. My heart is beating out of my chest. Normally, I just tell them to fuck off and treat them like any normal internet troll. Except when I heard him say that name, it hit me. It hit me hard like a dump truck. It was Jonathan. That was his voice. I'm sure of it. But it couldn't be. After about a minute of looking at the phone on the floor, I bent down and picked it up. I didn't speak, waiting for him or it to speak first. Charlie, it's me, Jonathan. You know that, don't you? My breath is shaky as I answer back. Yeah, yeah, sure. Good. J Jonathan, you're dead. Am I? I never had much of a life in the real world. I'm online now, fully. I'm making my way through the landscapes of the virtual. 
You can't possibly know what it's like, but you soon will. Well, what do you mean? I say after a long pause. Three days. I'll see you then. He chuckles. Then the call drops. Wait, Jonathan? Jonathan! Suddenly I get a notification on my inbox. Then another. Another. They keep building up. Messages from random members on the forums. See you soon, a message read. Heard you'll be joining us, another user said. Here he comes, read another message. Some of the names I knew, some I didn't. But they were all the same people that were responding in Jonathan's thread earlier. Oh my god, even the site's admins were sending me PMs. They're all in on it. They're all connected. They're all dead. Dead people using dead accounts. There were so many. And they keep coming in, keep growing. And I'm next. SCP-1715 is an anomalous entity that sporadically joins and integrates itself into small online communities, such as message boards and wiki databases. All efforts to trace SCP-1715's source have failed. SCP-1715 describes itself differently from manifestation to manifestation, but always claims to be between 15 and 30 years of age. SCP-1715 typically targets small but growing web communities that are centered around video games, television programs, musical groups, and similar interests. SCP-1715 begins to show anomalous properties once it has established itself as a presence on an online community, usually within eight weeks of its initial join date. At that time, SCP-1715 will send a number of private messages to other site members, beginning with other popular users. These messages generally begin with a declaration of friendship, followed by fabricated details regarding SCP-1715's personal life, and end with a request for the recipient's personal information. If the user ignores the messages or responds without providing any factual personal details, no anomalous effects will take place. If the user provides SCP-1715 with factual personal information, the user and their account will become instances of SCP-1715-1 and SCP-1715-2, respectively. Within two weeks of responding to SCP-1715's message, instances of SCP-1715-1 will be injured in a violent incident. Such occurrences have included accidents, homicides, and suicides. Although these incidents usually result in immediate death, there have been cases of SCP-1715-1 instances being rendered comatose, brain-dead, or similarly incapacitated. Investigations performed by local law enforcement units and Foundation agents have determined all deaths to be apparently non-anomalous in nature and explainable by forensic evidence. It is currently unknown if SCP-1715 is somehow influencing these events or if it actively seeks out individuals it knows will die. After an instance of SCP-1715-1 is deceased or otherwise incapacitated, the corresponding instance of SCP-1715-2 will remain active in its respective online communities, posting content that is consistent with SCP-1715-1's personality and writing style. Instances of SCP-1715-2 pose the same memories as their counterparts up until the time of their death, but deny that they are, in fact, dead often accusing the inquiring party of being a troll. SCP-1715-2 discuss the same topics as their living counterparts, with the exception that they will occasionally post messages that could be interpreted as references to their deceased state. Instances of SCP-1715-2 remain active and prolific members until such time that SCP-1715 announces its departure from the website. Once this takes place, all instances of SCP-1715-2 will reply to the announcement with various well-wishes and goodbyes before immediately ceasing all anomalous activity. 
Beyond their apparently symbiotic connection to SCP-1715, there does not appear to be a limit to the amount of time SCP-1715-2 can remain active. One group remained active for 11 years, analyzing and discussing episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer on a daily basis until the site was eventually shut down by Foundation personnel. Thanks for listening. To get notified every time a new episode is released, be sure to click the follow or subscribe button and turn on all notifications.